I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of your Business Boost podcast. Thank you for joining me today for our third and final episode where we are going to be focusing on how you spend your time. And this is a really big subject that is has definitely been worth the three eps because losing track of how we spend our days is how we get overwhelmed and ultimately can lead to us not putting emphasis on the important things that we should be doing as business owners. So if you are new to the podcast today, I suggest you do jump back two episodes to episode five, where I talk in detail about how you can actually get a grip on how you are spending your time and identifying the tasks that are filling your time. Then episode six, which was last week, where I give you strategy for actually carving up that task list and by putting it through a filter of three three ways that you can identify tasks and what to actually do with them. So there's the first D, which is actually doing the tasks. And in last week's episode, I talked about how you can schedule that in and some some strategies to use there. My other favorite uh, tactic was also to uh, delete tasks altogether. So identifying whether or not you actually even need to be doing them in the first place. And then the third one, which is what we are going to dive deep into today, and that is delegating. Do you need that task to be done, but not necessarily by you? And this is a very, 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 very common issue that I see with women who are running their own businesses. There is this misconception that as business owners, that you need to do everything. It's your business. It's your name on the door. Therefore, your paw prints should be all over everything. And that sounds like a good idea when you're starting out because, you know, it's important that you have an understanding of everything that is happening in your business. However, if you want to grow your business and expand from where you are now, you can no longer continue to do everything yourself. Now, I am not questioning your capabilities or your intelligence or anything like that, but truly, like you you can do anything, you really can, but you can't do everything and you shouldn't. You need time to focus on the tasks that are going to move your business forward. You need to be working in 
your highest impact zone, right? Last week, I brought up um, the Queen Beyonce and the fact that uh, she has more time in her day to be Beyonce because she has an entourage of people around her taking care of business and life for her so she can just focus on being Beyonce. Now, I know that you're sitting there going, but Michelle, I am not Beyonce. I do not have, you know, her squillions of dollars in the bank account in order to pay for all those people. So I am going to use a more relatable example. I'm going to actually share with you a story about, this is a a true story about one of my clients. Um, I'm I'm going to call her Jenny. I won't use her real name. Um, But Jenny runs a super successful marketing agency that relies very heavily on her being front and center. She is the show pony. She is the deliverer of the service to her clients and her clients expect that. And I'm sure if you are also a service provider that you can probably relate to that, they, you know, the business is you, your clients want you. Um, but what we identified was that, you know, she, she needed to scale. She wanted to scale. She had, you know, a wait list of people wanting to work with her that she physically couldn't service those clients because she did not have the time. So what we did is we actually did the time task tracking exercise that I talked about in episode five. And in doing that, she was very diligent and and did it over the course of, I actually think she ended up doing it over the course of a couple of weeks. But by doing that exercise, she identified that there was 20 hours a week worth of tasks that she did not need to be doing. So these weren't directly client-related tasks, 20 hours. So we fantasized about what it might look like if she didn't do them, if we got someone in to take those tasks off her plate and free up 20 hours of her week. I mean, that is an extraordinary amount of time. But I'm sure if you have done that time task tracking exercise, you will see how much of your week you are spending doing tasks that are not in your zone of genius. So if we look at Jenny's situation and you you look at, say, the 40-hour work week, which, ha, 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 you know, who works 40 hours when you're running your own business? But for argument's sake, let's just say for, we do a 40-hour work week. By freeing up these 20 hours for her, we are freeing up half of her week. So long story short, um, she hired someone to help her in her business for 20 hours. Now, what we ended up doing, and this is, you know, if this was about six months ago, we did this. So it could be from memory. I actually don't even think the person that she hired was employed for 20 hours a week. I think he was employed for less because what we identified was a lot of the things that she was spending her time doing were things that she didn't really know how to do. So she was spending a lot of time 
fluffing around trying to learn how to do the task and then do it. Whereas we got um, this support person in to help her. And I think, yeah, I think he came in for about 15 hours a week. And I mean, this was a game changer for her because he just took the reins, started, you know, hit the ground running, was doing an amazing job for her. And it has completely changed her life. Her business is absolutely booming. She's been able to take on more client work because she is able to show up and do those high value, you know, or I also call them like the high viz stuff, that the the stuff that you're where your clients expect you to be and focus on those things in a zone of genius. And her support person is taking care of the rest. So that is, you know, that is a true story, real person. Um, she is probably listening right now and other people who are closely connected to her probably know exactly who I am talking about. Um, but it, this, what I'm trying to show you is that this can be done. You might be sitting there going, oh, but Michelle, you know, I don't know if this is going to work for me. I want this for you. Okay. And I want you to, you know, if you can't picture what a life would be like having someone to offload some tasks to, I want you to think about it in terms of revenue in your business. Okay. So talking, using Jenny's example, she was spending 20 hours a week doing things outside of her zone of genius. Now, I'm not going to use her actual hourly rate. So let's just, for argument's sake, let's think of, you know, what, what I mean, what's your hourly rate? What do you charge yourself out out as um, if you're, you know, if you're presenting or speaking or consulting or whatever it is that you do? So for argument's sake, let's just say it's $100 an hour. 20 hours of billable work at $100 an hour is $2,000 in lost revenue right there. Do you know how much that is a year? It's $100,000. $100,000 in lost revenue. So if you're sitting there thinking, you know, you know, worrying that you're not meeting your business goals, that you're not hitting the revenue targets that you've set yourself, this could be why, okay? This could be it. You've got money sitting on the table. You're missing business opportunity because you are filling your time doing stuff that you don't need to do. Imagine if you had 20 hours that you could do activity that would lead directly to you achieving your business goals. That is what Jenny is doing right now. She's out there building her business, winning new clients, being a thought leader in her industry. And she's also got the time to build a really exciting new revenue stream in her business because she's got the time. She's, you know, this was this was like so far out of her imagination when we started working together because she couldn't imagine a land where she would have time to create an entire new offering in her business. So I really want you to have a think about that because you can do this too, all right? If you want to grow your business, you need to be able to delegate to the right people. So if you're feeling like you might be 
wanting to toy with this idea, but it's like, where the hell do I start, Michelle? I want you to think about or go back to that time task tracking exercise. And I know I keep banging on about it, but now you can see really, really why this is so important. Because when you look at that and you're adding up the number of hours that you've spent doing particular tasks in your business, that could be delegated to someone else. So have a look at what some of those tasks could be. Is there a theme running through your week where you are just getting pulled into jobs that someone else could help you with? You know, they could be administrative tasks. They could be technical tasks. It could be financial, creative. Have a look and that is where you start. Now, depending on what stage your business is in and what kind of profit you've got to work with, there are different options of of people to delegate to, okay? And, um, uh, you know, there's really low cost sort of piecemeal kind of options that you, like the sorts of people that you would find on something like Fiverr um, or even Gumtree. Um, then there are other options which are p- potentially a little bit more permanent in terms of hiring experts, contractors. So particularly in areas like finance and administration, you can get some really amazing contract help, um, you know, virtual bookkeepers and virtual executive assistants or administration assistants. Social media is another one where you can um, hire in contract talent to delegate to. Um, And then, you know, the more, the bigger commitment is in hiring permanent staff. And I've seen all of these options work in various businesses. They all have their merits. It just completely depends on the stage of business that you're at, what your needs are, and what your budget can manage. Um, but one thing I will say when you are contemplating who to delegate these tasks to is that you need to be realistic about what it is that you need. So, um, one of the most common things that um, business owners want to outsource, they often don't end up doing this, but where they sort of come to me and go, I don't want to do content creation anymore, Michelle. I want to get someone to come in and do it for me. And there is a range of um, expertise when it comes to content creation. So don't pretend that what you need is a VA when really you need an experienced copywriter, but you just don't want to pay for one. Forcing people to fit where they don't have the skills or the time or the ability never works. It leads to frustration and then you think that delegating is a complete waste of time and then you go back to doing everything yourself and then, you know, round and round we go. I see this happen. I see it happen all the time and usually it is money-led. It's like, oh, well, I don't have the money to, to pay for a, an expert, so I'll I'll cut corners. But inevitably you will pay the price somehow. And I think that if you can afford it in your business, like start small in terms of um, 
the number of hours potentially, but get someone who really knows what they're doing um, because it's going to save you time. That's what we're doing here, right? We're trying to free up some time for you. So like I said, starting small could be four or five hours a week. It could just be some extra arms and legs to help with a particular project that you're working on. But there is help out there. You do just need to get comfortable delegating, okay? And also, while I'm on the subject of delegation, don't just think about who you can delegate to in your business. Think about life task outsourcing as well, okay? Back to that hourly rate little scenario that I used before. How many hours a week do you spend cleaning, doing laundry, cooking, that kind of stuff? And then think about how much money you could be making if you personally weren't doing those tasks. And I know it sounds very first world and, you know, I am speaking to you as a single mum of two kids. I don't have the luxury that Beyonce does of like cooks and cleaners and hairdressers and all of that sort of stuff. But I absolutely see the benefit where it is warranted if you have the money to do so to bring in some help. And also, you don't have to have paid help. That's what I have kids for. Um, You might have a husband that can help you as well. So I don't want you to feel like you have to do everything yourself. No one is going to give you a gold medal. I am recording this just before Mother's Day. And, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you would have been celebrated like a queen, as you should be if you are a mum. But I bet no one gave you a badge or a prize for being a really good cleaner. It's like you that you know you're getting these accolades on Mother's Day because you're an amazing mum. So I digress. Get help. You want unicorns, okay? This is what you are aiming for. A unicorn is someone who is going to make your life easier. They're going to do tasks better and quicker than you. They're going to care about the success of your business and you're going to wonder what you ever did without them, okay? They come in all different shapes and sizes and you know, it could be a bookkeeper that unearths a huge tax break for you, or it could be a web designer who reads your mind. I have one of those. Um, It could be a PA who anticipates your every move. I believe in unicorns because I see them. I know that they exist. I help my clients find them. It does take time and effort to nurture them, but I have seen the transformation for myself. Jenny, the the business that I talked about earlier, that's just one example. I have dozens and dozens and dozens of examples just like that where I've seen the transformation in both the business and the life of the people concerned when they bring that help in. You deserve a unicorn, okay? I want you to like burn that into the inside of your brain, that message. You deserve a unicorn. So if this is all sounding very tempting to you, but you're thinking, Michelle, I would love to have someone come and work in my business with me, but I actually have no idea where to even start, what that would look like, where to find them, how to keep them. I have something for you. On Tuesday, the 25th, of May. So that's a week from tomorrow. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, 
I am going to host an online masterclass. It's completely free and it is five things that you need to know before you hire. So these are the lessons that you don't need to learn the hard way. I'm going to share with you exactly what you need to know and do before you take the leap into bringing support into your business. And that's either permanent support or contract support, okay? It applies for both because I am a big believer in preparation in order to prevent pain. And that is my mission for my life and for my business and for what I'm doing here for you, okay? I want your experience of running a business to be as pain-free as possible. And I have lived through this pain with many, many, many business owners over my career and particularly over the last five years running my business. And I want to share these learnings with you so that you don't have to go through what a lot of them went through before I jumped in and helped them find their unicorn. Um, So yeah, it's going to be really practical. I'm going to be sharing how, not just what. And um, yeah, one hour, 11 o'clock, Tuesday, the 25th of May, and that's 11 o'clock Sydney time. Um, So that's next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, next Tuesday. Um, There'll be a link in the show notes, but really easy. If you can remember this, just go to michellebroadbent.com.au forward slash delegate because you do need to register for this. But as I said, it's completely free and um, I will be sharing some lessons with you that, um, yeah, you don't, I don't want you to have to go through the crap that so many people have gone through and, you know, you may have gone through already yourself. So this is a new way of doing things. So thank you for your time today. As always, if you've got any questions or feedback, please get in touch. I love, love, love hearing from you. And also just, you know, I'm going to be one of those podcast hosts that does say at the end of the podcast, if you have a moment to rate and review me, I would really, really appreciate it. Not because I give a shit where Apple Podcasts place me on the list, but um, on the charts, I should say the list. I sounded like my mum then. Um, But uh, it's to help other people find this podcast because if you are getting value out of it, then I'm sure other people will too. So have an awesome week. I will speak to you next week and hopefully see you at the Masterclass on the 25th of May. Bye. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon.